Here my babies, my lovely. I'm just playing. <laughs> what is up, my children, my babies, my lovelies? Oh my goodness, y'all. I missed y'all so much. And can y'all believe that, like, first of all, I haven't talked to y'all one-on-one in like a minute, minute. One on two, one on three, one on four, whoever I'm talking to. I haven't talked to y'all in a minute like this because, you know, I've been trying to give y'all like a, a little variety show. I've been trying to give y'all, you know, people coming on, you know, special guests and things like that. But I always miss a mother to children chat. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, this is always the best because then I get to real, really give y'all all the energy and we can really get up in there, get real deep down and personal. But I hope y'all have been enjoying my special guests. I mean, for real, for real, I do need, you know, some feedback so I could just know if, you know what I'm saying, if they don't need to come into the mother's house or if I should welcome them on in. I need y'all to let me know. But anyway, I miss y'all so much and I'm so excited to get into this topic today because, child... We got to get into some things, okay? Like I told y'all before, with these special guests, we can't really get into it, get into it. But this time, we can really, really get into some things, all right? So first of all, my topic for today, y'all probably saw the title and was like, what in the world is she talking about? What in the world are we about to talk about today? But here it is and here it goes. I don't want to be a strong black woman. I don't want to be a strong black woman. I'm tired of being a strong black woman. Do not call me a strong black woman. And so let's get into some teens because I know some people are probably confused by that. I mean, a lot of men and even some black women themselves might just be like, what are you trying to say? You don't want to be a black woman? What you mean by that? No, no, no. Very happy and very proud to be black. Black girl magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying I don't want to be a black woman. I am saying I do not want to be labeled as a strong black woman. And a lot of times that can be misconstrued because a lot of people always do think, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people always do think like, oh, what, what do you mean you don't want to be a strong black woman? What does that even mean? But a lot of black women don't want to be labeled as a strong black woman. So let's get into some teens because y'all know over here in the mother's house, on the Child, Child Please podcast, on the Mother's Diary, we always keep it real and raw, okay? And we talk about some topics that a lot of people may feel like, you know, should we really be talking about those certain things? Should we really be deep diving into all of that? But over here, we get real and raw. And we may, it may disturb you, but that's just what we do, okay? But before we get into the topic, y'all already know what we gotta do. It's a tradition over here on Child Please and Mother's Diary. Y'all already know. Get your glasses. Get your glasses. And yes, I'm drinking on some something very nice and red to match the nice red pajama, pajamas, okay? I got the yellow flowers in the back. Listen, if you listen to the audio, I'm trying to give you a visual here, okay? I got the yellow flowers in the back. It's giving very much Ronald McDonald tease. Let's cheers to that. <laughs> All right. Mm. Oh, ASMR. <laughs> Y'all, this tastes good, huh? Let me get almost. Uh, mm, mm, mm. All right. So let's get into some things. Because like I already said, it might be triggering for people that's hearing, what do you mean you don't want to be a strong black woman? So let me tell y'all where I got this topic from, okay? Speaking from a strong black woman herself, let's get into it. I used to talk to this boy or whatever, right? And like, he was real cool. He was real sweet, whatever the case may be. He would always text me good morning. And every time he texts me good morning, he would always be like, oh, you know, good morning, beautiful. Good night, beautiful. How's your day, beautiful, blah, 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 all this stuff like that. And you know, I'm used to all of that because you know, address me accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I guess he got bored with the Good Morning Beautifuls or whatever, and he wanted to switch it up. So uh, one day he decided to send me a message and he was like, good morning, my beautiful, strong black queen. You're what? I was like, y'all, I saw that. I was like, first of all, not we're changing the routine. Second of all, what are you even talking about? Okay. It was given very much corny, very much cornball, corn kid, corn puff, corn on the cob. It was corny. And I wanted no parts. Y'all, I was so confused. I was like, what is going on right now? You're strong, beautiful, black. And you know what I'm saying? And for all my black women that are listening, y'all know that we are so tired of the pet names, the, the long fetishizing titles that we always get. It's always the beautiful, black, strong, Nubian, princess, queen of the jungle. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's always too much. Okay. So when he switched it up with that, I was like, not we switching up the routine child. So he done switched it up to strong, beautiful black queen. It, first of all, the text was long. He added a queen emoji, a crown emoji in it at all. And I was like, child, it's it, give it up, give it up. So I sent the text message back and I was like, not the strong black queen. <laughs> and I just sent it with laughing emojis because I was just so taken aback. I was like, why the strong, beautiful black queen? Like, why can't I just be good morning, beautiful? Why can't I just be, you know what I'm saying? Why can't it just be something so plain and so simple? And for a lot of people, some people may just think that, I, you know, I'm being ungrateful or what you complaining for. But let me, it goes a lot. It goes a lot deeper than that, y'all. It goes a lot deeper than that. And let me tell you why, okay? We about to get down to the nitty gritty. Black women are tired of being strong, okay? We have to be strong for any and everybody, not even for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And every every single time someone always describes a black woman, do y'all always realize that it it's, it's tied into being strong all the time? And it's almost as in it's like, if you don't want to be strong, what else do you want to be? Everybody's just shocked. Like, what do you mean you don't want to be strong? So what else can you can be other than strong and, you know, taking care of this person, rooting on this person, taking on this barrier, doing this, doing that? What, else, what do you mean? That's exactly what we mean. We're tired of being strong. When y'all address any other woman, do you always, do you tie in something else with them? Is it always you're strong, this, that, that? No, there's just a woman. They're just a girl. They're a woman. They're this, that, and a third. It doesn't have to be any else, anything else tied to the title. Child, let me wait until the dang on siren goes by, interrupting my video. <laughs> Please hold. Thank you. Now we may continue. Okay. So when you address anybody else, it's never accompanied by with, you know, you're strong this, you're strong that. Why do we always have to be called strong? And I hope I could put this, I'm praying that I could put this in the right words possible so that people can understand what I'm talking about. It is such a burden and such a barrier that I feel like we've been fighting for so long. And it almost feels like nobody ever can understand us. And let me not talk for all black women. I'm going to talk for myself because you know, I can't necessarily speak for everybody. Maybe somebody would want to be addressed as a strong black woman. But when I'm speaking for myself, 
We're tired of having to put on everybody else's burden. And let me tell you, like I said earlier, it goes deeper than just being called strong all the time. It goes deeper than that. Let's just go all the way back to the roots of slavery, okay? And I I know we don't like to always take it there, but we got to take it there because that's where a lot of things start, okay? Let's get into it. what I mean by that is, is that black women were the mammies. They were the nannies. They were taking care of this, this person's children, these people's children on top of taking care of their own kids. You know what I'm saying? And then letting other people come into their house and take care of their kids, cooking for them, cleaning for them, paying this, doing this, going outside of slavery, single parents, single moms having to take care of their kids all on their own. I'm not saying this is a, this is for everybody. I'm just talking about in general, because we do know that in the black community, there are a lot of single mothers, singles, you know, single parents households. So that's what I'm saying. But I do want to say one thing though, because a lot of people do always tie single parent households to the black community. That's not really always true. If you really do your research, there's a lot of other races that have single parent households as well, or fathers that are not in the children's life or a mother that's not in their life and so forth and so on, so on and so forth. Okay. I just want to say that right there because there's always a lot of, you know, uh, stereotypes when it comes to the black community, but anywho, cause I had to learn that myself, child, I was over here thinking it was, you know, always the black community because that's something that we're always so used to. And that's what everybody tries to make it seem like it's always only the black community. But let me tell you something that's not always true. Okay. Anyways, now <laughs> back to what I was saying, Black women always having to take care of their kids on their own. Fathers being like, oh, well, you know, you got this. You got this. You good. You strong. You could take care of these kids by yourself. And I'm going to say right now, I can speak on that because I come from that product. Okay. I have a single mother. I was raised by my single mother. My mother had two other girls. Um, I am the oldest. <laughs> and it was just my mom. My mom took care of me and my two sisters all by herself. Um, and she didn't have help from any of her baby fathers. Um, she had two baby fathers and she didn't get help from any of them. Um, unless they paid child support. Other than that, they didn't feel like they need to come out of pocket for anything. And sometimes child support was even a struggle getting that itself. Okay. And so what I'm saying is, is that black women are tired of being strong. Do you think that she wanted to do that all on her own? It's almost as if it's like an expectation for a black woman to have to take care of, of everybody else's responsibilities. Even when it comes into the workplace and your work environment, the strong black woman has to put on, she has to go above and beyond. She has to work 10 times harder in order to be seen. And most of the time we're already being seen. They already know our capabilities. They already know what we can do and what we are about. But because of the fact that we are black, we have to work 10 times harder. That's what I'm saying. It's always hard work. It's always tiresome. And we are tired. Being called a strong black woman is not a compliment, y'all. Please stop wavering that around all the time. Oh, you're so strong. You're so strong. You're so strong. Not everybody wants to be strong all their lives, y'all. All my life, I've been called a strong black woman for everything that I've done everything that I've done, where I am at now, I've been called a strong black woman all the time. But do y'all think that I really wanted to do this all on my own? I wish that I had, you know, my father to help me. I wish that I had extra help to be there for me. In life, you're not supposed to do everything all on your own. And I think as a black woman, we're so accustomed to feeling like that's what we're supposed to do. That if we don't do it all on our own, we almost feel like a failure. Like we don't need 
any help from anybody. And then because everybody feels like we don't need any help and that we got it on our own, it's not like anybody wants to offer it. You, you want to support it. You want a support system. You want to be able to look back and be like, these are the people that helped me. These are the people that pushed me. These are the people that whenever I needed someone to call, they were there for me mentally. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing that a lot of people don't want to touch on when it comes to black women is our mental. It's almost as if we have to keep the way we feel to ourselves because we have to take care of everybody else. With, with me, when it comes to me to having to take, having to worry about my sisters, having to worry about my mother, when it comes to friends, having to worry about friends, having to worry about a boyfriend, it's a lot. <laughs> like it's a lot. Okay. I'm telling you right now. And let me just take a drink because maybe I'm tired of being strong. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> hmm. And when I say I'm tired of being strong, that doesn't mean I want to be weak. That doesn't mean I want to be weak in the knees. I can hardly speak. I'm losing control. <laughs> that doesn't mean that. <laughs> it doesn't mean that at all, guys. Don't, 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 don't miss what I'm saying. I looked up an article about this because I wanted to be able to give y'all like more an, an educational standpoint. I feel like a lot of times when I do talk, I'll be so all over the place, child, that I don't be knowing if y'all can really understand what I was saying. So I was like, let me look up an article for y'all so I can quote some good things off this good article. Okay. And it's called the And it says she is tired of being a strong black woman. And so basically what I saw by this is that it's so crazy. Black women are, are the most underappreciated. Black women are the most underappreciated. Hear what I, what I'm saying when I say that. Okay. And let me tell you why, because number one, not only are you also black, <laughs> But you're a woman, okay? Let alone you be dark-skinned. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of factors that come into being a black woman, and we are the most underappreciated. But a lot of times, too, we carrying everything else on our backs. Our backs are getting weak, guys. <laughs> okay? When it comes to social injustice, when it comes to social movements, black women are always the forefront, always speaking for everybody else, feeling like we have to be there to be the spokesperson for everybody else. When it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement, black women started the Black Lives Matter movement. When it comes to black men getting killed out here in these streets, black women are the first ones to be there standing up for their black men, the first ones all the time and still being underappreciated. We are tired. Y'all, we are tired because sometimes I feel like being called a strong black woman almost eliminates all of your other feelings. And hear what I'm saying when I say by that, it almost makes it feel like, oh, you're strong. So you don't have feelings. Oh, you're strong. So you don't really go through much. You're strong. You were able to get to where you are. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter what you, what anybody else thinks, or it doesn't really matter what you think because you're strong. You're strong. You got this. You're strong. Let me tell you about my problems, because you know, you're strong. You already taken care of. And it's almost as if it's like, everybody else is allowed to live their life the way they want to live. Everybody else is allowed to cry. Black women don't even have enough room to cry. And ooh, I'm about to get personal, but I, I, I got to go there. <laughs> I got to go there. Living by myself has really taught me how to really understand myself. And I know I said this in the other podcasts, but I really truly mean what I'm saying, y'all. I've been learning so much about myself. I've been learning that it's okay to cry. 
because growing up, I never had room to cry. And when I did cry, like I looked so crazy. I just felt like I was doing something wrong and I just felt so weak. I felt so weak. And do y'all know how unhealthy that is to hold in your cry? Let me tell y'all, one time I was talking to my therapist. It was a long time ago, child. I need to take my tail back to therapy. Okay, drink to that. Drink to therapy. <laughs> mm. I need to go back. <laughs> I'm very much so past due a few sessions. But anyway, <laughs> I was talking to my therapist and I never cried to her. I, every time we would always talk, I would always just be like, oh yeah, like I'm going through this, I'm going through that. I would never want to get deep into it. And every time I would always say what I'm going through, I would always be like, but I'm, I can't feel that way because I have my sisters to worry about. Or I can't, I, I shouldn't feel that way and I feel so selfish. I feel so selfish. I shouldn't feel the way that I feel because what about my mom? What about my sisters? What about my dad? What about my brother? I always used to say this to my therapist. I, I always used to be like, I shouldn't feel the way that I feel because other people are going through things. And she would always be like, okay, yeah, other people are going through things, but so are you. Do you know that you're going through things? And I would just be like, girl, what? But then I had to really sit down and think about it. Do I know that I'm going through things? Have I truly accepted what I'm going through? Have I truly been able to realize that I've been blocking out my own emotions for everybody else? Because if I wanted to really truly tap into them, then I feel like I'm weak. Do I not see the problem behind that? And that's when it started getting deep. I was like, oh, shoot, girl, we getting too deep. Girl, I'm not even going to lie. Y'all know we keep it real over here. After, after she called me out like that, I was like, girl, I'm about to skip out on this, honey. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to see you for a few sessions because you're getting a little too deep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hold on now. And I felt myself about to cry. And I remember, y'all, I'm not even joking. I'm literally telling y'all this right now. I was sitting in front of the computer and I felt myself crying. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Why am I crying? Y'all, I started looking for the tissue real quick. I was like, I was doing the Candace, y'all. I folded up my tissue and a triangle motion. And I was like doing this. And I was like this. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all, I was not trying to let them tears out. I was like, how dare I cry right now? I'm not about to cry. I was like, I'm not about to cry. I just, I came here to vent a little bit, but I'm not going to cry. And she told me, she asked me and y'all, I was looking so stupid. I was crying and I was like, you know, when you try to hold in your cry, so you like, y'all, I was looking so stupid and I was telling her, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. Y'all looking dumb, trying so hard to hold back them tears. Y'all looking a fool, (laughs) looking a fool. Okay. And she asked me, she sat there and saw me breaking down, child, saw me struggling and breaking into pieces. And she just sat there and asked me, she said, Jaya, you don't cry much. And I was like, I just looked at her. I said, what you mean? She said, I can tell you don't cry much. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't really have time to cry. Like, what, 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 I don't need to be walking around here crying. Like, what do I look like sitting around here crying? And she was like, is it an embarrassment to cry? Is it something wrong with crying? And I was just like, well, damn. <laughs> like, hmm, you might be right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't know what to say, girl. She took the words right out of my mouth. I had nothing else to say. And usually I'll be real quick with it. Real quick with it. I always got something to say. But she, she then took the words out of my mouth. I was like, oh, shoot. What the, well, you're right. <laughs> and 
When she said that to me, y'all, I swear on everything, my life changed completely after that. I had to practice and teach myself how to cry. And some of y'all might be listening to me right now and think that this is so sick. This is so dumb. What do you mean you don't cry? But y'all, I'm telling y'all, I did not cry. I never wanted to cry. I've been through so much in my life. I've been through so much in my life. And even I'm telling y'all right now, me even doing this podcast and even talking about this is growth for me enough because I don't talk about what I go through. Nobody really knows what I really go through. Y'all still don't know, child, and y'all probably not going to know all the way. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I don't talk about a lot of things that I've been through and I put on a good face and I'm this strong black woman, child. (laughs) And, you know, I go about my day. I go about my life. I keep accomplishing things I accomplish and I try to do whatever I can to be a good representation for other black women out there to let them know that they can do what I can do. And there's so many opportunities out there. But a lot of times, never during those times that I'm living and growing, have I ever sat back and worry about my mental or worry about myself. And when she called me out about crying, I had to sit and think about crying. And so after that, Every time I used to go through something, y'all, I would never forget. I used to be in the mirror and I used to pull it on my eyelids and be like, cry, Jaya. Cry, Jaya. You have feelings. Cry. Like, cry. And I'm trying not to cry right now. Lord, maybe I didn't talk myself how to cry too damn much. <laughs> maybe I didn't talk myself how to cry too damn much because now I just be crying off the limb, y'all. Now that I live by myself, y'all, I be crying, okay? <laughs> I be crying, minor inconvenience. I'm crying. I'm letting it out because I got I got years worth of tears. <laughs> I got a lot of making up to do <laughs> when it comes to these tears, okay? But y'all, I be crying. And I've grown so much from that. And so now I tell people like, look, please don't call me a strong black woman, okay? Just call me a, you know, just call me a woman and let's leave it at that. Just call me this. Just address me as me. Just address me as Jaya, just address me. I, I don't have to be Nubian princess. I don't have to be black queen, melanated queen of the junk. No, just I'm Jaya. That's it. I'm Jaya. I'm not, I'm not anything else. I'm not what y'all are making me out to be. I'm not this strong, this, this strong, that. I want a support system. And you know what's so crazy? Because I was talking to him, this, this same guy, child. He used to always say, I love me a strong black woman. I love me a strong black woman. But like, I don't really like when they always try to be so dominant all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like when y'all, I like y'all being strong and handle y'all business. Y'all do this, y'all do that, y'all do this, y'all do that. But y'all always be trying to be so dominant. And I had to really sit and tell them, I was like, do you really think that black women want to be dominant all the time? Like, do is that like what you think? Because for me, I'm tired. I don't want to be dominant all the time. I want to be submissive. I've been learning that like I don't want to be dominant. I've seen my mother struggle. I've seen my mom by herself dominant as ever child. That's as dominant as it's going to get. I don't want that. I want help. I want to be able to have a husband. I want to be able to have my kids. I want to be able to, to live a balanced lifestyle. I don't want to be, I'm doing all of this and this person has this much responsibility because I'm expected to be able to take care of it all. I don't want to live that type of lifestyle. We don't want to live that. 
I don't know where this came from to where black women always want to be dominant and take care of everything by themselves. That's not true. And, I, and when he was so shocked when I said that, he was like, well, y'all don't act like it because we don't get any other room to act like anything else. I want to be taken care of. I want to live not necessarily that soft girl lifestyle, but I want to live a life where somebody wants to love and cherish me and take care of me and I take care of him and we take care of the children together forever. We're Linda and Heather, best friends. I'm just playing. <laughs> Mm. No, but no, on a serious note, that's why y'all, it's so popular on TikTok right now, showing the soft girl era of a black woman or black woman traveling and black women living their lives so that we could change the narrative of black women. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? I love that, that, that trend is going on right now, changing the narrative of how black women are seen because black women are always seen doing something totally different than what we are seeing now. And that's why I'm so happy that like we are showing black women getting, you know, living their life in a way that they want to live their life, creating their own path, not a path that anybody else is telling them to live. No, a path that they want to live, taking on the job that they want to take on. And if it's something that they feel like is too much for their mental, leaving that, making, and I think that's another thing too, because I saw one girl on TikTok who was talking about how she left her nursing program because it was killing her mental. And everybody would probably look at her like, why would you do something like that? You're supposed to be taking care of this. You're supposed to be doing that. But it was messing with her mental to the point where she couldn't, she felt like she didn't want to live. But everybody's supposed to disregard her feelings? No. Stop with that strong woman stuff. No, stop with that. That's how she felt. And that's what that was the betterment for her. You only have one life, y'all. Listen to what I'm saying. You only have one life. Live the life to the fullest the way you want to live it, not the way anybody else is telling you to live, okay? Go make your own path. Create it your own way. Go live. Go out there. Go travel. That's what I'm trying to teach everybody. That's what I'm trying to live myself. You know what I'm saying? And I do want to say again, this didn't just stem from him texting me strong black woman. It just, his corny ways then triggered this conversation, okay? So anyways, y'all, just know you only have one life. Live it for you and live it to the fullest, okay? Make sure, all right, before we close everything out, make sure that y'all are looking at all of my other podcasts. Remember, you can watch it on YouTube and you can listen to it on Apple Music. On, I'm sorry, on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and so many other platforms, okay? Make sure that y'all let me know anything else y'all want me to talk about. Because, child, I feel like I'm running out of topics. But this was a, this one was a good one right here. But if y'all want to hear me talk about anything else, let me know. I love y'all so much. Okay? And I'll see y'all next time on the next episode. Bye. Thanks.